This is What's the Buzz with Andrew Burkle. Yo. Check. Feeling dopamine deficient, mulling these decisions. Gotta be persistent if I want people to listen to the knowledge that I'm kicking. I know I could do it different. Rather keep my eyes locked on my truest vision, yeah. To hell with month long, right is black. I know my friends wondering, is he alright or not? Make it count in the remaining time I got day, Celine community. We are back with this episode of What's the Buzz? Episode 4, baby. We are rolling. It's official. We have broke through those first three episodes, and we are officially like a rolling podcast, so I'm excited. Haven't mentioned it in a while. The intro music is Celine's own Isaac Caster. That is Pieces off his album, Old Soul. As always, make sure you follow the show on SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes, check it out on the Celine Post, where you can always find the show. A lot of great stuff today. Coming later, we've got the recently graduated Brendan Murphy talking about playing hockey next year in Fairbanks, Alaska, how he got there, how he pulled off playing both football and hockey for Celine while also playing travel, much more good stuff too. Murph was absolutely great. Before that, we're going to start with an end-of-the-year recap for Celine Athletics. The spring sports have officially wrapped up, so we will get to that in just a second. But... Before we do that, this episode is presented, as always, by the Saleem Post. Make sure you visit thesaleempost.com, where there is so much great community coverage. Navigate through the six main topics of government, police and fire, schools, sports, community, and obituaries in the top left corner. Scroll down the page just a bit. You'll find the upcoming events bar on the right. I find that super helpful in knowing what's happening in the community. And as I mentioned earlier, this podcast can also be found on the Sling Post. So make sure to listen to the podcast on the website as well to support local journalism. One other quick update on the progress of the podcast before we get to the end of the year recap. Last week, I was on WTKA's Inside the Huddle with Michael Spath three times and talked about my podcast as well as a bunch of other sports stuff. I really appreciate Michael having me on. If you like Michigan sports or just sports in general, make sure to check out his show on 1050 AM from 10 to 1, Monday through Friday. Uh, I'm going to include this little snippet from Friday's show of me talking about my podcast. That's Andrew Burkle, former intern. He runs his own podcast out of Celine. You're profiling athletes in the Celine area, right? Yeah, and mainly so far I've been kind of like talking to the coaches. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I figure the parents, there's there's just going to be forever, there's just going to be high school is just going to be rolling through, right? It's like a Rolodex. So these, and these coaches, for the most part, stay the same. Mm-hmm. So the more parents who have an opportunity to hear a coach speak for 20 minutes or 15 minutes uninterrupted, you know, rather than... Oh, here I I heard her talk at practice for two minutes. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a it's a it's a platform to get these coaches, and also I like to highlight you know so and so you know the baseball team is on a run right now, so I'll do like a little bit of an update at the top, you know, say you know check out the baseball team and then uh, that type of thing and yeah, so I mean I kind of got the first idea at first when uh, I was in East Lansing and I interned at Channel Six, which is the TV station there, and I would go to all these games. 
as a media member myself, and I'd shoot the games. Mm-hmm. And almost every other game, there was at least one TV station there and at least one writer there, you know, writing for the Lansing State Journal or where, whatever it may be. And I started thinking, like, Celine athletically is better than all all these schools. They their elite, their stand, their uh, their facilities are certainly better. They're Division One. They're competing for state championships, and they don't get any of this coverage besides you know Tran Longmore who runs the Celine Post has added a lot of stuff. But it's one man versus an army basically. Hmm. So I I, I uh, came up with the idea to to start a podcast here, uh, trying to interview coaches and and players and. I'm having Brendan Murphy. He uh, he played actually hockey and football for Celine last year. He just signed with uh, Fairbanks in Alaska to play hockey there. Very cool. So he'll be on the podcast this week. How do people? What's the name of the podcast and how people find it? So the name of the podcast is What's the Buzz? And it's oh, on, I like it because they're the Hornets, right? Yep, Hornets. Oh, good, good. That's clever. Yeah. And uh, the podcast is available on iTunes. If you, you can subscribe on there or SoundCloud. And it's also uh, it's posted on the Celine Post website as well. So there's a lot of different places you can find it. Uh, trying to grow cool. it and you know just build on it from there. Well, if there's anybody out there who would love to advertise, if you're in the Celine area and you love to advertise with uh, Andrew's podcast, uh, you know you can shoot him. What's the best way to reach you? Uh, my email probably is the best way. Uh, Burkle, B-I-R-K-L-E, and then Andrew, A-N-D-R-E-W, at gmail.com. Awesome. We, uh, we're glad to hear uh, that you're starting, you know, you started this. It's really cool that you're that you're doing this and putting that internship to good use. Yeah. Thanks for having me back on to uh, discuss it. Absolutely, man. Anytime. Thanks for listening to that little segment from Michael's show Friday. Thought it was a pretty cool opportunity to promote the show. So thought I'd share it with you guys. Okay. Let's get to the end of the year recap. So unfortunately for Celine, all of their teams are now done playing. But there are definitely some positives to take away from the spring sports season. Boys baseball had a rock-solid season. They won the district championship. Their season came to a close in a 2-1 defeat to the number one team in the state, Woodhaven, in extra innings. Team was right there. Ended up losing by one run on a sacrifice fly. Girls water polo team also had a strong year. They finished eighth in the whole state. The boys track team finished the year as regional champions. Selene also had several individual standouts. There were four finalists for the Detroit Free Press Sports Award this year. Logan Evans for baseball, Tanner Krummenacker in lacrosse, Maddie Luther for girls swimming, and Ryan Nichols for boys soccer. Since the school year is ending, and I didn't start this podcast until the spring, here are some other highlights from the rest of the year. The football team, as I'm sure most people in the sling community know, made it to the state semifinals. Field hockey were state runners-up. Boys cross-country finished ninth in the state, and girls cross-country finished sixth in the state. Girls swim was fifth in the state. Wrestling finished the year as district champs, and boys swimming came in fourth in the whole state. Okay, that is the recap portion of this episode. Brendan Murphy is coming right up, but real quick, I just wanted to say that just because the sports are stopping for the summer, doesn't mean this podcast will be. I'm going to be back every other week on Thursday is the plan for now. We've got Alicia Seeger coming up next episode to talk about her time at Celine coming to an end with her retirement. Later in the summer, I plan on providing some football preview coverage, having a few of the coaches on to prep the fans for the season, plus all kinds of great guests sprinkled in throughout the summer. Make sure that you continue to tune in 
Continue to retweet the podcast and look at, look at it on Twitter and Facebook. Share it with friends. But most importantly, just keep listening because we're just getting started. Now, let's go to Brendan Murphy. Hey everyone, I'm here at uh, Selene High School in the athletic office, actually in Andrew Parrish's actual office here. So uh, I got Brennan Murphy, a.k.a. Murph, with me. How you doing today, dude? Good. How you doing? It's great to be here. Yeah, doing well. Another rainy day. Nothing you, nothing new around here. It's been raining like every day, it feels like. Honestly, I thought it was supposed to be April showers, but it seems like we're getting them all in May. May and June for showers. <laughs> so we all heard like the big news that you committed to play with uh, Fairbanks or and uh, Alaska there, the Ice Dogs, the NHL. So how did you, how did that develop, and how did you ultimately land with them? Yeah, uh, my sophomore year uh, was the first year that I like went to their pre-draft camp. They saw me play at here at the high school a little bit, and so that's like the first step. And so I went and they like got to know my name and just like talked to me a little bit. But they were like, you know, you gotta go back and mature, get you know, get older and get bigger and stronger and just keep working hard. So I went back junior year and went through the same process and then just got invited to main camp, which is like the second step and uh I made it like to the final game but they just once again they let me go and they were like you're almost there you just need like one more year of development so just keep going home keep working hard and you know keep skating for the high school and get better and so then uh this past year I had the pre-draft camp coming up again so had to do the whole process again but it was out in Novi and so I went out and went to the camp and just at the end of the camp they like were talking to me a little bit they were just like yeah they gave me a call actually as I was leaving and they said, you know, we really like you and, you know, we've been in contact with you for about two, three years now. And so they were like, just hang in there and don't do anything crazy is what he actually said to me, the exact words, because it was a, like a four team camp. So there was other teams there that could have looked at you. But he was like, yeah, don't do anything crazy. I'm just going to give you a call in the next week or so because, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, we like you. So don't do anything crazy like, you know, go to any other teams or anything. So I was like, all right, just Play it chill. Exactly, yeah, because and they were the only team that I've ever really, you know, had contact with because I just they've only they reached out to me sophomore year and they've always kind of just been like floating, you know, around like talking to me here or there. And so they were just like, We'll give you a call in the next week, you know, we like you, so just hang in there. And so then uh, I was actually playing Xbox at my buddy's house on Wednesday. It was our last week of school and their head coach called me and he was like, Hey, how's it going? And I was like, Good, you know, just hanging in there, graduation in a couple of weeks and he was like, Oh, well I hope I'm giving you a graduation present because I'd like to offer you a tender is what it's called. But it's basically like they wanted they were telling me they wanted to draft me early. So like the the draft was a, a few weeks away, but what they did was I signed a tender with them. So basically it took away my rights from any other team. So they were like I haven't officially made the team, but they were like drafting me basically so it's a step in the right direction <laughs> that's that's crazy the whole hockey process especially you know there's so many different leagues and all that kind of stuff it's all pretty complicated stuff have you had a hard time navigating it or is that something that you've known you want to do for a while so you kind of got a good feel for it yeah I've been playing hockey since I was like three years old and uh I got into triple a it's like travel league when I was I'd say probably like seven or eight and so me and my dad would always and my family would always play games like travel around you know go to tournaments in Chicago and all that and so ever since then I've always really wanted to like try and take a path in hockey and then I picked up football when I was like in seventh or eighth grade so everyone always thought I might want to do that too and it was actually a really tough choice because I loved playing both sports and playing for the high school especially like in the high school years it was really hard because my junior year, I was trying out for this Alaska team, but I was also had a great thing going here for football, and I just wanted to do both, but I'm like, can't do both if you're in Alaska. So I've always really wanted to do something with hockey, and so 
I'm happy that something's like finally opening up and I still got the high school experience for like all the everything else. Yeah, no doubt. And a lot of times, like you said, most people who uh, want to, you know, move on in hockey, they a lot of times will play AAA and stuff. Mm-hmm. How did you end up playing uh, high school hockey? Uh, and do you, do you regret that? Or are you glad right. that you ended up going that route? Yeah, um, I played AAA from like, uh, I can't remember, maybe like early elementary up until freshman year actually is where I, I had elbow surgery actually late middle school. So I had to take a year off. And right when I came back from all the PT and like, uh, healing from my surgery, I actually like missed all the tryouts. So I had to take a year and like, just go play for any team that I could find. I had played it for a team up in Novi, another travel team, but I got back into it my freshman year. And, um, most of the coaches, like uh when I was younger the triple A teams we played on were good but then I ended up getting cut so that's why I had the elbow surgery too so I had like a minor setback but then once I got back in freshman year he was just like you know you're a great player you think the think the game great you have a great mind for it you know you're calm and cool under pressure but he was just like you got to pick up your speed a little bit so I ended up uh not making any other teams my sophomore year too so I just fell back into the high school team and I wasn't really upset about it because we just got the new coach Faz and I was really excited because he came up to me and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I know we talked. And he was like, I know what everyone says. And he was like, but I can help you. And so I was like, all right, let's just give it a shot. Because then I could play football, too, which I was happy about. So I got to do the best of both worlds for a little bit. And our sophomore year, which was my first year here, we went to the state semifinals. So I was like, it can only go up from here. So, yeah, for I mean, sure. I was, you know, it it was kind of – at first, I was a little upset because I was like, oh, you know, you're kind of up at the top. But then you're like, everyone thinks high school is less, but I disagree. So Yeah, I mean, hockey is hockey. Yeah, right. <laughs> Especially when you're playing for Foz. Exactly. <laughs> Love the guy. <laughs> yeah. And today's, like, you know, day of day and age of specialization. Everyone plays one sport. They mm-hmm. commit to that sport fully. Yeah. Not many people play football and hockey, especially mm-hmm. those two sports. How are you able to play both those sports and mm-hmm. thrive and, uh, you know, especially because they both are have take very specific preparation mm-hmm. and they take a physical toll. Yeah. Right. Um, it was this senior year was definitely the hardest because, uh, the football coaches, you know, everyone wants to always like bulk up, you know, get bigger. Cause you gotta like, I played tight end. So you got to block and you got to run routes. So it's kind of like hard because you want to get big and strong, but you also want to be fast and like be able to move your feet. And so it was definitely hard because every time the summer and the fall would come around, I'd always try to like get in the weight room with my friends and like try to get up and get bigger and stronger and, you know, just bulk up for the season. But then once hockey came around, they're always like, Oh yeah, you got to lose the weight. You know, you got to get faster on your feet because you got to like be able to move in the corners and like go up and down the ice multiple times in a shift. And so it was definitely hard, but I would say, uh, the coaches helped me be able to prepare for each sport differently. So like during football season, they knew, like they help me try to get stronger, but also try to like make sure I'm conditioning, you know, and try to stay in shape. And then in hockey, they were just making sure I wasn't getting too beefed up and staying in shape. And so it's definitely hard, especially this fall. I played uh, on a travel hockey or like a mini fall hockey team as the same time of football. So like on the weekends, I might have to go like do a tournament after right after our game on Friday. And so, you know, you just had a hard battle week of practice, you know, building up to like the Bedford game. And then after that game, I had to go drive to Minnesota with my team and uh, play a game. And so it's like you're just getting beat up all week, and then you got to go and get hit even more on the ice. And so it was definitely tough, but, you know, Jamie always had some ice baths ready for me during the week. So For sure. Did yeah. it, do you think it took more of a physical or a mental toll on you? Um, 
I think it was a little bit of both, but probably more physical because like during the week football, you know, we were running constantly for two hours during practice and then I'd have to go home and like try to, my legs would be killing me, you know, super sore. So you'd have to try and like put some ice packs on and just heal up. And then because I was enjoying football, but hockey was still my number one. So I was like, Oh, these three or four tournaments that I'm doing during the fall, you know, I got to try and be in my peak shape and like the best I can do. So it was definitely just trying to make sure my, I was taking care of my body, like making sure I'm hydrated and getting good foods and everything. So I think that was the worst of it, but it definitely took some mentally too, but yeah, for sure. I mean, just that much work ethic and then you have school too. That's, you know, yeah, a right. small thing as well. <laughs> yeah. Getting AP tests and or getting ready for them in like AP classes and everything, which wasn't fun. So. Yeah. Were your hockey coaches and your football coaches, coach Polka and all those mm-hmm. guys, were they understanding or were they kind of, you know, like, were they, did they want to see you there? Like, mm-hmm. what was their mindset? Cause they know that you obviously want to try yeah, to yeah. play hockey at the next level. Yeah. I felt terrible because at the end of my junior year, like all the football coaches were like, Oh yeah, we got to get ready. You know, like spring camps coming up and all the summer liftings and all that. And I was just like, you know, I'm trying to make these hockey teams and like, I'm trying to make hockey first. So I was like, I want to play, but like, it's just on standby right now. I was like, I got to go to all these hockey things. So I had to miss a bunch of football stuff. And coach Polka was even like, you know, you just got to communicate with me and help me. So then I can know if I have you or not. And I was like, yeah, I hate to, I even told him, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be like distant or anything, but like, I just got to deal with all this hockey stuff first. And so then it was at like the first week of July, I found out that I wasn't going to be going or playing anywhere for hockey. So I was finally able to text him and just be like, yes, I'm like, I'm in, like I can play. And Paul goes, he was awesome. He was like, you know, that's amazing. I'm so happy. And my two wide receiver coaches, Coach Mack and Coach O, they were both like hop right in. Because we had, I think, the Grand Valley camp for like our football team the next week. And so they were like, come and get on the bus in the morning and we'll take you. (laughs) Like, we'll get you right in there. And so I got to join all the boys and have a great time. So both teams were very helping that's pretty uh I feel like that's pretty unusual because a lot of coaches kind of have that mindset of you're either here or you're not but mm-hmm. it seems like they kind of had that open mindset yeah. to you to you know say we know you got to do what you got to do just mm-hmm. you know be here when you can type thing yeah and it was it wasn't as hard like with the sling hockey coaches like because it wasn't as much overlap but except like the end of the football season and the beginning of the hockey season there was a little bit but they knew that it was like football playoffs came before like the first regular season game so he was like coach Foz was fine with it and they were like be both supportive and so the only other problem was just the uh the travel team coaches they were like oh yeah you know we want all your dedication you know like you paid for the money and like you made the team like we want you to be full in on this so I was like that's fine and I told Polka and we like looked at both the schedules and we lined it up and we were like there's really only two weekends that I think I should be in jeopardy of like missing the game and luckily it lined up to only be one actually and so I just told him I was like these are the only two weekends that I might not be able to make it but otherwise I want to be here like I want to be part of the team and I want to give everything I can and he was I still can't believe he was so good about it but he was like that's fine we'll use you any way we can that's awesome yeah uh so you ended up missing just one game then for the the football season yeah I missed uh, actually two I missed the the skyline game and then I actually missed the first playoff game so I was like I was on the bus my team had gone to Boston and so we were on the bus ride up and I think we got there Thursday night and so Friday night we had already played one game and so I was literally just sitting in the hotel live streaming the game on my phone because I wow. was like I was like if we lose and I'm not there I was like this I'm gonna feel guilty for the rest of my life but luckily I had confidence in them and so they pulled it out and uh, I got to join them back the weekend after so it was awesome that's pretty crazy mm-hmm. do you regret playing both 
uh, or are you happy where you finished, uh, where you, where your high school career played out mm-hmm. and you know, you ended up getting the, the double experience that a lot of people don't get. Yeah. I'm definitely happy that I decided to do both because, uh, like now that I picking up football in middle school and like going into high school, I'm very glad that I did because I was always like growing up, I never played youth football or anything. And it was always just only hockey really. And so I'm definitely happy that I got to stay all four years in high school and do it and, like, not leave early because people have done that in the past. And, like, I was thinking about it my junior year, but I'm very happy that I didn't because I don't know what I – like, living out senior year the way that I did, like, with football and then hockey and being with all, surrounded by my friends, I think it was, like, a perfect way to finish. And so – because I still got to play hockey and play football, and now this opportunity has come up to go to the Alaska and hopefully, you know – succeed there and so it's like everything that I wanted to do I'm still able to do after all of high school so like I'm very happy that it turned out the way it did what we talked a little bit before this about uh coach Polka and what he was his understanding Mm -hmm. and then obviously coach Foz yeah what did you learn from playing for under those two coaches for multiple years yeah um Coach Polka has (laughs) amazing pregame speeches and like bunch of (laughs) pep talks he always gives us like every practice but Basically, everything he always said was be the most physical. I remember him always saying be the most physical team on the field. And so taking that from football and to hockey, like that's just from a sports standpoint. Like I could go on and on about how he like matured everyone on the team and like helped me to forever in my life. But I'd say that's the number one quote I'll always remember because now going wherever I go for hockey or whatever, I think especially for sports, I think I'm going to remember that forever. Just saying like always go out and play your hardest and don't be afraid to hit a couple guys, you know, it's hockey, it's hitting people. And even in football, he's saying be the most physical team on the field. It always just inspired me to go out and work harder. So I think that was always a good quote from him and that'll help me in whatever I end up doing. And then with coach Foz, you, you took an official like leadership role the last few years being mm-hmm. a captain. Mm-hmm. What, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, it was really good. Uh, you know, just especially like during the game, if it was like a really close game and there was a couple tough calls, Foz trusting me like to go up and talk to the refs or just like get an explanation or something even my junior I had the A but like it's still just something you can wear on your jersey like a little sense of accomplishment because it's like he trusts trusted me enough to you know be able to lead the group of guys and like go up and talk to the refs if we needed something to go on or like you know if he just needed someone to step up and give a little pep talk I just it felt great to be able to do that and so I'm definitely gonna miss it but it was a great two years to be able to be a captain on the team. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, let's shift gears a little bit to mm-hmm. something I call the off-topic topics. All right. <laughs> some random stuff. What is your favorite video game to play right now? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say probably either NHL or just me and a couple of my buddies play Fortnite sometimes. I'm not that good, but it's kind of fun to play at night sometimes. And I'm always a big NHL guy because that's one of the only – uh, sport games I can beat my friends at. Usually they're good at like 2K or Madden, <laughs> and I I'm the only one who plays NHL because they just don't really care about it. So so I you like, can whip up on them. Exactly. Pretty good. Yeah. Me and my buddies play that from time to time, so it's good to beat some guys up a little bit. And you're you said you're an Xbox guy, not yeah, a PS4 guy. No Xbox. Yeah, I've been Xbox since day one. Man, I'm a PS4 guy for, <laughs> forever. Yeah, it's yeah. a culture. Mm-hmm. It's a culture for sure. Right. Uh, what is the last movie you saw in the theaters? Uh, I saw Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Did you like it? I did. I cried, though, at the end because uh, <laughs> I can't – if anyone hasn't seen it, I won't spoilers, but the end of it definitely took a toll on me because I loved all the characters, but in one specific. If you have seen it, you probably know who I'm talking about. But <laughs> Yep. Uh, 
did you you love the whole Marvel series then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always liked Iron Man the best, and like my dad got me into it. Uh, I can't remember how probably where near when it first came out, but I've always loved just like the suit and everything, and so it got me into like all the other ones like Thor, Captain America, and all that. And so it's been something me and my family have always watched, and we kind of love it. For sure. What you said you came right from a workout to come here. What's <laughs> your least favorite exercise in the gym? Oh jeez. Um, I would either say. Um, any type of core exercise is not usually fun or I would say pull-ups cause I can never really do pull-ups. Or, <laughs> I can never really do pull-ups or chin-ups unless I got, like I can do maybe two or three, but then like I got to if you do got a set of eight, I got to get like a band or something. And so it's always tough. And then like, if the coach is walking around, you know, you got to try and do it like while, yeah. <laughs> while he's walking around and I'm just like, you got the band I'm on your s- leg. I'm stuck on the bar and yeah. like, I can't move. And so. I'd say that's definitely one of my toughest ones. That's the football coming back and hurting exactly, the Exactly, right. Accounts. The PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Uh, better feeling, scoring a touchdown or scoring a goal? Oh, geez. I would – that's tough. Um, I would probably say scoring a goal because both are, like, amazing, and I can't even explain it. But I would say one of my favorite moments was um, – my first game actually at the Slane High School, we were t- down two to one, and I ended up scoring uh, with like a minute left, and we were actually on the penalty kill, and so we tied it two two and went into overtime, and I ended up getting the overtime winner also. So it was like my first game, and and it was an overtime winner, and the whole team just like went crazy and bombarded me and like tackled me, and it was just, it's always a great pretty feeling. tough feeling to beat there. Yeah, it's it's awesome. All right, Murph. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, Had a lot of fun talking to you, and uh, good luck in Fairbanks. Yeah, thanks, man. It was awesome to be here.